Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Yow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of SoCal Sweat. Oh, the pandemic is over, and so many people are experiencing FOMO. I'm sure you've heard that term, but FOMO is the acronym for Fear of Missing Out. We were kind of able to hide this during the pandemic because everybody was isolated and inside. But now that we're coming back, so many struggle with looking at social media and comparing themselves. And just to quote Steve Furtick, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. We don't know what they're going through behind their own scenes. They put the best of the best on there and we feel like we're missing out. What are we not doing? And social media has created jealous behavior over illusions. Sadly, some are envious of things, relationships, and lifestyles that really don't even exist. How many times have we seen that glass house on the top of the hill? But little do we know, that could be surrounded by chaos. It could be an avalanche of of bad things, but it looks shiny and new on the outside. Perfect perhaps pretentious. And we compare ourselves to that. Maybe what are we not doing? Are we not making enough money? Are we not working hard enough? One of my girlfriends from New York City called me the other day and she was really struggling because she's trying to start a side business. And she's like, all I see on Instagram is hashtag Shibas, Shibas. What am I not doing? I'm trying every day to stay afloat and be an entrepreneur with creativity and then I get slammed with issues and problems and errors, you know, the learning curve with everything. But the quote unquote she boss or hashtag thing, those girls are, are, are trying really hard too. Anybody in the entrepreneurial space runs into problems. You ask for help and you keep going. So fear of missing out, it's a big issue. And how do we deal with this? From a personal level, I certainly struggled with this even before the pandemic because I was on a film shoot and I shattered my leg and my arm. And so I was in the hospital for a long time, several emergency surgeries, and then I was basically on my back for a year and a half, couldn't walk. I'm getting back, but it has been such a long time. And I have feared missing out on so many things. Granted, the pandemic hit and then it was like almost kind of like I was happy about it because I didn't have to face that fear. But now that we're coming back in, I'm still not fully healed and I'm experiencing that FOMO yet again. And it does, it creates depression and anxiety and comparison. And I definitely am getting off social media. When I have to post, I post. And when I wanna introduce and you know connect people and things like that, congratulate people on the wins, I will certainly do that as well. But I'm not gonna scroll through and compare myself every minute of the day. It's just not healthy. The fear of missing out in work, 
and play is really piling up on everyone. Surveys show that not all of us are fully at ease with post-lockdown life. Here are some of the day-to-day -day issues making us feel overwhelmed. 36% of people said that they felt content to stay at home, while a similar number were excited to leave lockdown. 23% of people expected pressure to rush back to normal from family and friends. 46% of those who felt anxious cited the pressures of social, socializing as their biggest concern. 64% of people said that sometimes or often they were worried about FOMO. And 20% of people struggled about returning to their normal workplace. Now, the fear of missing out isn't an official psychiatric diagnosis, but it may as well be. Doctors hear patients describe symptoms of it all the time. It can be defined as a sense that you always have to be connected or plugged into what's happening around you. And when you're not, you feel like you're falling behind in life or at work. At its very roots, the fear of missing out is about our innate drive to compete. The need to always live up to expectations, to perform, to be in the know. This can all make anyone feel anxious. The term FOMO is also not just some trendy word that is all over social media. It's actually very real. We are struggling with the fear of missing out on activities, information, opportunities, connection, and so many other things. We struggle to keep up, to catch up, to be included, noticed, and loved, all in the name of FOMO. How do you know if you are actually struggling with this? What if you're doing any of the following? Do you find yourself saying yes when your heart says no? What if someone asks you to do something and go to a party, go to something that you really don't wanna to go to or don't feel comfortable going to, but you say yes anyway, and then you find yourself being miserable and then wish you hadn't gone in the first place, but yet, well, fear of missing out. What if I would have met somebody or what if I would have connected with somebody? Maybe you're scrolling endlessly through Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, all of these other social media feeds and constantly feeling the need to comment or feel that you need comments on your own? Are you constantly checking your phone? Are you sleeping less? Are you compromising your own self-care so that you can be with others and make sure that they partake and are happy as well? Are you always rushing? Are you always choosing convenience over quality? Or are you always wasting time feeling bad about what you missed or exhausted for attempting to do it at all? Well, the only remedy for fear of missing out is to be truly present. When you are truly present, there is no regret for the past or fear of the future. When you are present, you notice everything and everyone around you, the big picture, the little pictures, and all the tiny details that contribute to the moments which make up the here and now, which make up your life. Literally, the term stop and smell the flowers. As I'm back and practicing walking, I have absolutely stopped and I have smelled flowers, literally, figuratively, and taken pictures of them and sent them to friends. Like, because in Los Angeles, we have flowers that you don't see in the Midwest or the East Coast and I have family and friends on both, in both of those areas and I share that and I realize this is a gift and not to look down at my phone, that the, I don't wanna look at flowers on Instagram, I wanna, wanna see it in the flesh. And that's just what happens on the outside. Your body, heart, and soul change on the inside too when you give yourself permission to be fully present, alive, and aware. That is presence. So 
Experts suggest five ways to cope with this. But how do you stay peacefully present in a crazy world? FOMO signals a lack of engagement. If you're worried about what you're missing, you cannot be present. Letting go of the fear of missing out means abandoning the need to catch up, keep up, and measure up in exchange for a chance to connect and engage with what or whom is right in front of you. The five ways are as follows. Try to stop acting like everything is an emergency. If you are living or working in a reactionary state or under stressful conditions, you might be used to treating everything like an emergency, and it's not. Instead, choose to underreact as opposed to overreact. Respond thoughtfully, give thought to it. Leave the drama and stress out of it. Take a deep breath. The simple act of giving yourself room to breathe will bring you back into the present. And from there, you can make your decisions based on fact as opposed to fear. The second way to stay present and avoid FOMO is to turn off your devices. And this is so hard to do. But I have found personally that just checking Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you name it, every once in a while, a couple times a day, it just keeps things at bay. You stop the comparison. You know, we, we tell people that we say we keep our devices on in case someone needs to reach us or in case of an emergency, and then we make everything an emergency, just like the same as the, the first tip, where we create emergency with our minds with everything we do. When our minds and thoughts are on our phone notifications and the anticipation of new information coming across every single second, we can't be present at all. We're scattered, distracted, and completely unaware of what matters in the present. It's when we ignore the people we love the most, make crappy decisions, and feel stress, and when we should actually feel at peace. Sometimes you'll go to a restaurant and you'll see a couple on a date and they'll both be on their phones. It's just like, are you not enjoying the food, the atmosphere, looking into each other's eyes and having a great conversation? Find a way to make your devices add value to your life by setting limits. Experiment. Some people break up with their phones. Some people break up with Facebook or Instagram or TikTok and then start again much later. You can Create a distraction-free iPhone. Set limits and create your own experiment instead of checking all day long. Schedule two intentional sessions a day on your devices and see how that makes you feel. The distraction of a check-in is not nearly as damaging as the time lost, trying to come back to what you were doing. It takes more time than you think to be present again. The third tactic is something that I absolutely love. And I find myself in these predicaments all the time, as I'm sure many of you do. So many people ask you to commit to things or go to events or come over for, you know, a baby shower, birthday party, what have you. And maybe you have something else to do that day and it's just kind of like, you, but you feel guilty. If you can't say from your heart and your gut, hell yeah, I want to do that. And you're excited about it. Then don't do it. Use that time for yourself and do something for maybe someone else. If you don't feel 100,000% committed to wanting to do that thing, life is too short. Not being able to spread yourself, you don't have to spread yourself so thin just to please other people. You will feel so much more freedom. And honestly, sometimes we do things to please others and you can almost tell in the personality or what you're coming across as that you really don't want to be there. So if you can't say hell yeah to the commitment, instead 
turn it down, have more time for yourself and your own family and friends that are just more important to you in the moment. So again, if you cannot say hell effing yeah to that commitment, then don't do it. It gives you back your freedom. Number four is to play. This is something so many of us don't allow ourselves to do. Think of the freedom and the fun of childhood. When you were a little kid and went out to play, you didn't worry about tomorrow or yesterday. I mean, obviously we had no bills. We had nothing to worry about whatsoever. You didn't care how you looked or what people thought of you. You didn't care about commitments and goals. You just weren't a child and you got to play. You jumped in puddles, ran up and down hills, jumped in the leaves, rolled on the hill, laughed until you cried, peed your pants. If you wanna be present, fold up your to-do list and go play. One such person says, experiment with people. Get in an elevator and when everybody faces the door, turn around, put your back to the door and stare at the people. <laughs> Make them uncomfortable. I mean, that's a little odd. And in this day and age, I probably don't suggest it because people get a little bit, you know, weirded out, obviously. Or just, you know, take yourself out for dinner. Have any of you ever taken yourself out for dinner if you're not on a business trip or you don't have the reason to do so specifically? Don't apologize to the server and say, oh, you got stood up or something like an excuse that you're insecure. Just go do it and have fun with it. Or just instead of writing or being on your computer, maybe just draw. And you would never know what comes out of your head when you just draw. A lot of psychiatrists do this with children and, and people that can get their thoughts out in a better way because you use a different part of your brain. Again, take a walk, sing a song, paint a picture, hike up a mountain, run down the mountain and like scream and like, like you were a child. But again, as adults, sometimes we can't do that. It looks a little odd, but still play your own way. Do what makes you happy and what makes you get all of these scary thoughts of competition and not being good enough out of your head and you'll feel so much better afterwards. And the fifth one is to choose deep versus wide. For example, would you rather just have a taste of 100 things on your bucket list to say that you accomplished them or the opportunity to savor a few? Give into the fear of missing out. Go wide and take a taste. Have a little bit of everything. Try anything once or twice or three times depending on how much you do want to play, <laughs> or choose a deep, meaningful dive into something you care about. Choose a life-changing experience. Choose true love. Take those risks. Choose magic. Be more with less. Some of these things that we want and need are just super materialistic. And I mean, even with the fear of missing out on some of these social media posts, living in Los Angeles, there are literally studios set up just for people for social media. They can go in and take pictures of themselves with a jet, with fashionable clothing, with a group of people, with really glamorous surroundings, and it's all fake. They can do a video of getting off a plane and getting into a sports car. This is all fake, fake, fake. Be more with less. These are materialistic things, and after a while, it gets so sickening, I mean, and then they can't even keep up with themselves. Look at the problems that some of these people on social media have with 
depression because once they're not getting that appropriate attention, they become really depressed. And where's where's their heart? Where's their mind? Where's their soul? It all becomes, you know, the me, look at me. And, and it just becomes very empty. So experiment with the five recommendations to stay present in your life and turn the fear of missing out into the joy of missing out. Meaning say hell yeah to a commitment if you wanna go, but say hell no to yourself if you don't wanna go. The fear of missing out to the joy of missing out. So FOMO into JOMO. Feel joy that you have a choice. A joy that you are protecting what matters most. And a joy because you are present because you are actually finally living. But other people have said, there's something that's actually really good about having FOMO because it does keep you accountable. It does make you compare a little bit. So if you do have a FOMO, put it to good use. Some studies actually show that risk-seeking behavior, such as taking out a loan to start a business or going for more reps at the gym, is more likely to occur when you see other people around you taking risks. So it kind of makes, kind of elevates you in a way. Yet you may also be more motivated to actually get out and do things when you see social media posts by friends who are doing it too. Even if it's just for a long hike. Maybe you want to sit on the couch all day, but if you do see pictures of your friends on hikes and at the gym, that will motivate you. So use FOMO to good use. Scans have shown that a part of the brain called the ventral striatum, which plays a role in pleasure and reward, lights up like a firefly when we outperform someone else. So a lot of this is based on competition that again, can be used in a very good way. But if your performance is giving you anxiety and causing you stress, it might be time to drop the comparisons with everyone else and focus on outperforming yourself. I actually have a girlfriend who every year on her birthday goes to a glamour photographer and takes either nudes or really beautiful lingerie shots of herself. So this way, she's competing with herself and not everybody else. And that way, it doesn't matter how much, you know, someone else looks, the mindset can actually shift any fear of missing out on what's going around her than the fear of missing out on living her best and most anxiety-free life, loving her body, loving the way she looks, comparing herself, and she looks better now than she did in high school. Her mindset can actually shift any fear of missing out on what's going around her, comparing herself to other people, to the fear of missing out on her best life and most anxiety-free life. And that's one kind of fear of missing out that's worth having. Comparing yourself to yourself and not to others. To quote Teddy Roosevelt, comparison is the thief of joy. Try to avoid comparing yourself to everybody else on social media. You are only seeing the very top of the iceberg of what they're posting. And your dealing with behind the scenes does not compare with their best picture. So compare yourself to yourself. Use fear of missing out as competition and make yourself better, but don't let it consume you because we only live once. I hope this episode helped you with a little bit of that fear because we all have it. I have struggled with it all year and right before the pandemic when I shattered my leg and arm. While I was down in the hospital and then spending a year at home, on my back practically, and everybody else was in isolation too. It was just like, 
I felt like I was missing out on jobs. I was missing out on social activities, especially in the entertainment business, you need to stay working. And I wasn't able to. So I felt FOMO every single minute of the day. And I really had to focus and work on my mental health in the meantime and work on things and projects where I could kind of outdo myself and surprise myself with creativity and just being able to think outside of the box. So that did help me a lot. But everyone's dealing with it, especially after now that we're coming back into work and things are opening up and they're opening up like crazy. So people are spending extra money, going out to restaurants, and it's gonna be a complete free for all. So I think everyone's gonna feel that they're missing out because there's just not enough. There's there's so many things to do, you can't you can't even get it in. But again, we only live once. So really try to turn the fear of missing out into the joy of missing out, meaning you have more time for yourself, your friends, your family, people you really care about, things you really care about that will bring you true joy. So the fear of missing out to the joy of missing out for better things and living in the present. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and I wanna thank you so much again for listening. We appreciate you and please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary Tuned In or at Leave.com. You can reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Ann McDaniels or at Ann McDaniels Actress. And I'll see you next time on So Cal Sweat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.